0: This show is going to be the start to a new series. On Saturday afternoons, we'll be recording and releasing a podcast, probably a couple hours long, just whoever joins, talking about the Packers, NFL, whatever it is, because that's what we like to do. Anyways, I hope you enjoy. We're going to go ahead and get started because James dipped out, he lost his headset, and that's okay. Um the rest of us are here and we have enough people definitely to discuss whatever we, we want to discuss. So um, you guys go ahead and introduce yourselves. I made an introduction, but I didn't include any names because I wasn't sure exactly who was going to be here. So please feel free to introduce yourselves. Let people know who you are on Twitter or wherever you want.
1: I'm PJ Hunter, known as Patty. i um, at Kenny Clark Rocks And I'm from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Peter?
2: I'm Peter Jones. I'm from the UK, just north of London. Um, Been a Packers fan for many, many years. And um, I guess my best Twitter handle is at ProFootHistory. Yes.
3: Renee? Um, My name's Renee. I'm from New England, born and raised. been a Packer fan my whole life. Um, my Twitter at is Reby, X-I-I, so R-E-H underscore b e e x 12. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Got it. And as always, <laughs> I'm the host. I'm Crazy Legacy. Crazy is spelled K-R-A-Z-I-E. Um, so just to get started here, We're literally just going to talk about the Packers, too. But any NFL topics doesn't really matter to me. I like to talk about it all. So it's all good with me. The first thing that I want to talk about, though, is the big game is tomorrow. I say big game because it's 12 versus 12. I realize it's not the Super Bowl that we all wanted for 12 versus 12. But still, it's two, you know, veteran quarterbacks going up against each other who have history. So we don't get to meet them very often. So it's... uh, pretty special game I think myself anyways so um one of the first topics we want to talk about is like what are we what are we gonna expect what do we need to look out for basically in this game like last show when we talked about it we almost couldn't come up with anything that was detrimental like to to us it was almost like a it's a gonna be a just a matchup like we're gonna walk in and we really don't know what to expect but what do you guys think we need to look out for?
1: I'll start. I guess I can say I feel like we're finally facing a defense. Like we haven't had a defense that we've played against yet. I mean, Atlanta was all beat up. There was not really a defense there. The Lions, they suck. The Vikings weren't all, you know, there at that time. Then um the Saints were kind of beat up too, so there wasn't really a defense there. And now you look at we're coming into a game where you're looking at all three levels have decent players. I mean, we're going to have Jason, Pierre, Paul, we're going to have Levante David coming at us, Uh, Shaquille Barrett, um, Antoine Winfield Jr. They just, they're, they got a lot of names. And then every Packers fans most hated player and Dominican Sue you know oh, they, my they God, got yes. a lot of players on that team and i think one of their linebackers is kind of iffy for the game but other than that they've got like all three layers three levels of their defense there's some good players there and we're finally going to have to face that and i'm hoping we do pretty well nice peter
2: yeah i i, I agree with that i think that the pat the um... There's two things that concern me about this game. Is one is the the, the Bucks defense, um, yeah, as described. Yeah, the pass rush with Shaq Barrett, Jason Pierre-Paul, um, strong strong inside linebackers, Levante David, um, Devin White, the rookie from last year, is a good player. And, and I guess the thing that concerns me even more, and this is the the thing that's kind of shown itself a little bit in some of the early games this year and certainly from 2019 was whether or not the Packers' defense can stop the run. And right. And there's going to be a team that the Packers come up against this season that will just keep running until such time as the Packers stop the run. And, and this, you know, this Bucks team could be that team.
0: Yep. Yeah, because they know what they know it. I mean, they know, you know, they know our weaknesses, unfortunately. Renee,
3: what do you think? So right now the Bucks have nine people on limited participation and two who are full to not participate in the most recent practice. But I think – and I've seen these same people on their uh, injury report and they always play no matter what. But I think the biggest thing is knowing – even though Tom messed up last game with, you know, fourth down, third down, oops, he still <laughs> is he still is Tom Brady. He does know how to march down that field one uh first down at a time. So and they're looking at their offense, they weren't big on the run, but I think if they're obviously they know anything about the Packers defense that right. they might try to do more of the run. Right. But I think Hopefully the Packers are smart enough to be like, well, Tom Brady throws and we have a good, like, secondary, but, you know, everyone keeps running on us. Let's, you know, let's do something about it. Penton, please do something. But I think that's, again, that's the biggest thing. But similarly to, like, what we talked about the other day was that we, Adams is back, Kenny Clark's back things are going to be a little different, but like we also were concerned about Adams Rogers constantly targeting Adams, but if he's as comfortable as he was in the last game with Tanya and throwing to other receivers and our running backs, we have multiple options out there and the defense might be thrown off. Let's hope. Right. But right. That's kind of what we were hoping for. I guess um, what the
0: things that, I agree with everybody, by the way. I think all of those are great points and, and it's always, it's always going to be the run defense. You know, I mean, honestly, you just have from all the years of that being such a problem. And it seems like, yes, we're a little bit better this year, but like uh, Peter was saying, what about the ones that that are going to run us down the field? Because of course it's going to happen. Nobody says it's not going to happen. What we're hoping is, is that it happens less often also, we we don't let them get all the way down the field like to get field goals. You know, stop them sooner. Okay, if they run a little bit, fine. But don't don't let them run you all the way down to the damn one-yard red zone. I mean, that's – you basically – our anxiety last year, all of my anxiety was just watching the defense just getting pushed all the way down the field. And you had to wonder, oh, okay, is this going to be a field goal or a touchdown? Because you know they're going to score. is it going to be one or the other? So that's the that's the part of it for me, um, especially and I don't know, maybe not as much on this game because like you guys said, Tom's a a passing quarterback, but that doesn't mean he won't run it. Mm-hmm. You know, um one of the the good things is is like you said, Renee is we we do have our guys back the the big guys, I mean, we basically have been killing it with guys that were from the practice squad, not necessarily the first guys, not our starters and we've been killing it, when the starters come back, is it going to make us better, or is it going to throw us off? That's what kind of worries me a little bit. Like, is is it going to throw everybody off? But what we're hoping to do, like you said, agreed with all of your points, I'm hoping that he continues to target everybody, right? Tight ends, uh, wide receivers, running backs as wide receivers, because you never know. I mean, Jones could go for – he, he could look like he's handing it to Jones. Jones could go out and he throws it to him. Why? Because he can catch it because he's great at that position, just the same, right? So we hope that the defense has to spread out enough that they're just confused about where it's going to go really. And that helps us out. That helps us get it down. Cause that seems kind of like what's happening. One thing I did notice from earlier and I was just watching a little something, um, a little highlight reel video and every team prior to the Falcons scored at least 20 points, right? They didn't keep it under 20. We One of them was, what, 42 to 37 or 35 or something? The other one was – so they were all really close until the Falcons game. And then we held them to 16, right? And that was – I don't see the Bucks being a a bigger threat than the Falcons, to be honest. But do I think it might be a shootout? Absolutely. I still feel like we we could definitely come out victorious on top here. So but that, you know, I mean, as far as looking out, that's it. All of what you guys said. We just gotta make sure that we keep doing what we're doing. And I have a little bit of PST from PTSD from last year when Adams came back so I guess I don't know why that has me my anxiety high but it does for some reason so we are playing at Tampa right I think we just said this before so
1: we're playing yeah. at the um,
0: yeah. is there any crowd are they letting fans in that game?
1: A small amount and it's supposed to be 90 something in humidity oh jeez
0: um, I honestly can't tell you the average or the history of us in Tampa so what's our history Playing over there, I know. I mean, obviously, we never played Brady with Tampa, but prior games that we've played over there, what's been our history? Do you guys know or remember?
1: I went to two of them, um, and our fans overtook the stadiums. It makes (laughs) Um, sense. But we won both of the ones that I went to—the last two most recent ones. Um, I'm not sure what what it is.
3: Hmm. Well, Um, well, I guess we'll find out. I mean yeah, they know... they're all-time they're 32 21 1 all-time oh, wow. record against Tampa. Yeah.
2: I think I think in Tampa the Packers are 13 and 14.
3: Nice. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't yeah,
0: Tom but... Brady Tampa. That was no. ta- uh, another no, the... Buccaneers team,
1: so Warren yeah. Sapp defensive teams. That's yeah, what that and
2: was. The, yeah. And, and a lot of those are from the, from the two thousands from 2000 to
0: 2009. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Right. Like how sometimes it takes, uh, I don't remember. Someone told me this is a little fact of how long it takes for an NFL team to play all the teams. And like, cause you know, it's a cycle like this game this year, they were coming to Texas. They only come every so often to Texas. I was supposed to go to that damn game but um that's i don't know how often we go to tampa like it's not it's obviously way less than the houston one right
2: well it, i mean it, it used to be every year up until 2002 when huh. they did the real when they did the realignment so so the, oh the
0: bucks, okay okay
2: the bucks were in the in the packers division in the nfc central right. until they until that they makes realigned. sense so so there were a lot of games in the Eighties and nineties, um, and then as we got into the two thousands, not so many. And I think I think there's only been three since two thousand ten.
0: Huh? How oh, that's still more than I mean. How many times have they been to Houston <clears throat> before this last one? It was four years ago, I think, was the last time they were in Houston. And then before that, it was maybe it's every four years.
2: Well, th- yeah, I mean theoretically, it'd be every eight years.
0: Right. So why was it only four years ago then? That's so weird. I don't know. I'd have to look more into that because it really made an interesting thought because, you know, as a kid, I always thought, I mean, I watched a ton of football, but I really thought that every team just played each other like every year. Like I did. not I had no clue of how the rotation and honestly, obviously watching Packer or any football in the 80s and 90s, like you were saying, Peter, that was different then than it is now Mm -hmm. um quite a bit actually so um anyway so let's just bring up this topic i i I just want to bring it up because we are playing brady so we got to talk a little bit about brady but i always have this thing with people it's always got to be an argument about brady's rings and how relevant they are to his Mm -hmm. stature like, where you put Brady, did his six rings put him higher? Do you use that as a stat? And my thoughts on that has always been, that's not a quarterback stat. So I feel like, I'm not saying he's not accomplished. Of course he is, with the Patriots, with Bill Belichick, right? He's accomplished, but does that mean that he's better than Rogers? Not to me. I mean, obviously Rogers is more talented. I I think so anyways. But what do you guys think? Does that make you put him on a different level because of the six rings or are those just
1: team super bowls patty team team i mean a perfect example of it is he's been on the same team the whole time underneath the same coach who is also going to be a hall of fame coach probably one of the best. I can't stand the guy, but
2: yes, he is
1: one of the best. Um, And then you look at like, okay, now he's changing teams and he's changing to another area. I, I don't see him being so much greater than Aaron. Aaron is, when Aaron's on and playing his game, there's a difference like how I watch a game between him and Brett. When it was Brett, it was always chewing your nails and oh damn it, he's gonna throw an interception, he's gonna do this, he's gonna do that. I don't feel that with Aaron. I feel like Aaron has the game under control. He's gonna throw the ball away. If he makes a mistake, he he makes a mistake, but they're very few. Oh, of course
0: he does. I mean everybody I mean he's human or whatever, but yeah i agree with you i don't think tom's rings scare me about him at all um peter what do you think
2: yeah the age-old question so (laughs) i think it's i think it's a factor but i think it's i think it's one factor amongst many so i don't so i don't think you can pull out one statistic whether it's super bowl rings whether it's games won, whether it's touchdown passes thrown i think you have to take the whole complete body of work Um, You know, there's plenty of players in NFL history who are Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Dan Marinos, Jim Kelly. Yes. Warren Moon. Yes. Y.A. Tittle. All of those guys, Hall of Fame quarterbacks, that never won an NFL championship. Um, Yeah,
1: some of them played on the Vikings team. And the Vikings keep saying that uh, you can't win a Super Bowl with two (laughs) back-to-back Hall of Famers. But yet they have those guys.
2: Yep, yep. And, and and so you know, it's it's a factor, but it's only it's only one factor. I mean, as as, as you said, in terms of physical talent, ability, um, ability to make plays out of nothing, accuracy, then you would pick Rogers in all of the, in all of those factors. I think the only yeah. thing that that I guess Brady has in his favor is that is that he has performed on the biggest stage six times. And so that's yeah. similar, to, similar to what Bart Starr did with the Packers in the, in the 60s. You know, on a team that had mm-hmm. 11 Hall of Fame players, you know, the Packers won five, five championships. Um, so it's very kind of similar, similar to that. But for me, like I say, I think it's just one factor amongst, amongst many. And I think those many factors weigh in, weigh in Aaron Rodgers' favour.
0: And, and let me just ask you this to, to bite off what you were saying. When you say it's one factor, I 100% agree. Where do the rings sit in those factors? Are they low on the totem pole in the factor, or are they up at, at a higher level? Like, would the, if you're factoring on average, how much weight do those carry? <laughs>
2: um, <laughs> uh, I think they, for me, they carry a reasonable amount of weight. I, I wouldn't like to put a percentage on it. I think, I think there's a whole bunch of things that carry higher weight.
0: Gotcha. Um, I agree.
2: I, you know, and I and I think you can look at almost every other statistic, whether it's passer rating, whether it's ESPN's QBR, whether it's touchdown to interception ratio. I think all of those are more reflective of the player. And those are all in Aaron Rodgers' favor, um, and even things like passer rating in the in the postseason in the playoffs mm-hmm. is in Aaron Rodgers' favor. So yeah. I think all of the, all of those things. So it's probably you know a ten percent factor, if you like, because there is probably, if you really looked into it, nine or ten or even more different factors that would go into determining who was the you know who right. was the better quarterback. Right, um, right, right, right. Yeah, you know, the only thing for me that that the rings give you, and I absolutely agree with with you guys, it's a it's a team it's a team thing. Um, but I think to to still be able to perform on that highest stage six times, yeah, I mean, if you look, yeah. If you look at the Super Bowl against Atlanta when they were down twenty eight three towards the end of the third quarter, no matter how good a team you've got. You know, that team has to look at that quarterback and believe that he can bring them from behind That's, to win. And and, and Damn and, and,
3: it, Peter. Don't and, make me but but <laughs> don't make sense of this. But also like but, they the defense also their defense also held
2: them to twenty. Absolutely. So like A-abs- absolutely. It, and and you know, Atlanta got themselves in a field goal position that would have probably won that game, got sacked, got taken out of field goal position <laughs> and fell and fell apart. So you know, it's, Falcons,
0: it's, Falcons, Falcons are gonna Falcon.
2: It's mm-hmm. it, it's just it's just one factor. Like I say, yeah. I, I I think it's a very difficult argument to make that the rings are a huge factor because as I say, then you look at Dan Marino and you look at Jim Kelly, and right, right, and you look at Warren Moon and you look at all of those guys that have Nothing. never won a championship, and then you can look at some quarterbacks that have won a championship, Trent Dilfer.
0: And why? Yeah. Exactly.
2: Brad Johnson. There you go. (laughs) So it's not the be all and end all.
3: Gotcha. Renee, what do you think? Like I I said earlier, um, this isn't swimming. This isn't golf. It's not an individual sport. It's a team sport, like we all have said before, like we all just said, and I'll say it again. And exactly what everyone has said is that it, there's a bunch of other factors that go into it. Saying that rings are just like, well this person has more rings, okay, automatically better? No. That's just one of one of many. And you got to look at it. You got to look at the whole picture. You can't just look yeah. at like one yeah. little thing. Yeah, that that sways it into your direction, but you got to look at the the whole picture. Like their defense. How good was their defense? Did their defense like constantly let touchdowns and shit happen? I don't know, Packers <laughs> Uh, <laughs> like lose it to the damn Giants what twice and then yeah. they went to win the Super Bowl like my god like it that that reflects a lot on not that Rodgers had nothing to do with the defense so it it's looking again the whole picture all of that and then also just again right now I think because he's on he's not on the Patriots he's on the Bucks. I don't think it's entirely revelent, re- re- but he still is a veteran QB and he does know his stuff. Right. So.
0: Well, the thing, and and like I said, I, my thought on that is it is a team thing. Right. And, and I'll be honest, I didn't think about some of the things, like you said, Peter, like he was in six big games and those are tough games. Those are anxiety. I imagine that anxiety, you're right, that the team has to trust that the quarterback is going to turn it around somehow. And so he did, obviously there's other factors, right? So yeah, he made it six times in the big game. Do I believe that was all Tom Brady? No, I, I actually think that without Belichick he's not the same guy and that's just my personal opinion. Um, and i and i've and that's just watching him i don't know now he's still throwing the same tantrums he's still acting like a baby but like it's now it's just it's his fault like he can't look at anybody else dude now you're on a different team and this stuff is happening you know you don't have any it's not the same but are we supposed to give him a little bit of a? Uh, like we said about Rogers when he last year, a whole new team, new coach, all this other stuff. Are we supposed to give him a uh, a pass? Uh, it's his first year on this team. It's his first year with this offensive defense. It's his first year with that coach. So is he supposed to get get some kind of pass for that? You
3: know, I mean, I don't know. I mean, no one I'm gave a Rogers a hater. Okay, so exactly. no one gave no one gave Rogers a pass. They're like, oh, he's exactly. washed. Exactly. So like it, it. I'm like he. He's been in since what, 2001. <laughs> so, he, he he has a level of responsibility and like you know accountability that he is Tom Brady. So, so
0: if we beat them tomorrow, there's no excuses. There's no reason. They're like nobody can come back because this is what they. Everybody always. The reason I brought up the rings thing is every time I say something about Tom Brady, that's the first thing they say. Well, he has six rings. Like, so what, though, dude? Put people side by side from Tom. Not just Aaron Rodgers, okay? Put some people side by side to Tom Brady, and they're better at all these other things. So you're talking about just what you guys said, one factor, and you're trying to throw that as the end all be all. And that's just not that. That's a, that's a a foolish argument. Let's put it that way, to be honest. Let's to me. just right say now. this.
1: All Packer fans, the first thing that they bring up is our Super Bowls when we talk to anybody who's a Lions fan or a Vikings fan and all of that. You know, it's just a bragging right. Who cares? That's not this year, and I don't really give a darn. Right now, if you look at things, we are the only team out there right now that has only one third down, uh, um, one three and out. On offense, only one. Can you imagine that we're in game six and there's only one three and out? That means our punter has punted once. Yeah, I and love you it. You look at you look at Tom Brady, and I just looked this up. His third down conversions right now are twenty seven for sixty five. Is that very wow. impressive? Wow.
0: No, that's uh crazy. It, I mean, it's but again. Is it because he's on a new Look, not giving him any kind of leeway, but as a Packers fan, I gave Rodgers the leeway. He still went 13 and 3 doesn't really matter, but even on the games that he didn't it was like, "Okay, okay, look, stop being so negative. Let him get past this year. Let him do this. You know, Rodgers has his own Rodgers way. Let Rodgers figure it out." And he figured it out and here we are, right? So they're their people are they going to tear him apart? If we beat, they're going to tear him apart if we beat them. And, but everybody's still going to come back and be like, well, it's okay.
3: Shut up. That's stupid. You know? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, no matter, no matter what, if, if we win or lose, which obviously created the football gods that we don't, (laughs) but no matter what, they're going to shit on Rogers. Rogers. Of course. It just means they hate us, they ain't us.
0: Yeah, that's a given. Exactly. So um, those were just a few of the topics. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and ask the questions now that we had submitted from people on Twitter. Um, And Jamie sent us some from IG, so we got some from both places. And I'm going to try to read off who it is. The ones from IG, I don't know those people. But the first one I'm going to read is from... Greg on Twitter, and it's at Greg B with a, quite a few numbers after that. I'm not going to read. Um, he just asks simply, "Is number 17 ready to play?" What do you guys think,
1: physically or mentally? Like,
0: that's a hard yeah, question because it, it can be a hard question because how are we supposed to say what he's actually thinking? But based on what you've seen, do you think he's ready to come back out?
1: Absolutely,
3: I agree. I I um, saw his yeah I saw his Instagram post. It just said uh, seventeen in the in the arena or whatever. Like I'm like oh he ready. He, ready he was ready last out. week. He was mad. He was mad okay. that he didn't get yeah. to play. But I I still think it's a good yep. idea to you know just heal fully heal so you're not like 90% the whole season, get to 100 and stay 100.
0: Don't be mad because you can't play. Be glad that you don't have to play for us to win. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like that not everything is on your shoulder. Um, Peter, what do you think?
2: Yeah, I think absolutely. I think if if last week's game, a week four game that he missed, had been late in the season, I think he would have played. Yeah. But I think, you know, they made, they made a very – what appears to be a very sensible call. To I think so him too. Exactly. To Sitting that week, um, you know, it's better to have him for the rest of the yes. season, of course, for that one game, and, 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 and risk and risk further injury. But being the type of guy that that he is, you know, that he's a diligent practiser, and um, just a very highly intensive individual. Um, so I I think that mentally yes i think he'll absolutely be ready ready to play and we have to assume that physically he's ready to play else he wouldn't be active so so yes two positives for me um you know and he's one of the best receivers in the nfl so if he's ready to go that can only help
0: yeah i think he's ready i I mean i think it's just i think he was ready but i i man you i think it's great I love the fact that they didn't have to put him in and risk it, and he can wait it out for two more weeks. I personally feel like that's just a win for us, and him. I know he doesn't yeah. think so, but I also appreciate the fact that he did make that post. It was kind of salty, but I appreciate the fact that he took it down because I think he realized, and I've done this, that you're like, oh, yeah, that was kind of <laughs> that was kind of salty. I think I'll uh, retract that statement. You know. Uh, uh-
2: yeah, and the and the other great thing about that, as it turns out, you know, is that is that those other guys got the opportunity to play and show well. Yep. And and we never and we never know later in the season we may need those That's guys. Right. You know, Adams Adams could be injured again, heaven forbid, or M V S gets injured or, or whatever whatever it may be. And you might need those guys to step up in big games. So the fact that they've had a little bit of experience. That's right. Really a positive
0: Absolutely. Thing. I love it. But that also plays into the when when Adams comes back, does everybody else fall apart? Um, but so, I mean, I like I said, I That's think. That's a
1: superstition in you.
0: It's, it's tough. Because when you, because <laughs> everybody takes from the last year and you really shouldn't. It should be just like the thought of this is a new week, a new game. We are zero and zero again. We're trying to go one and zero again. And it should reset every time. But because you love them and you just know that there's certain things, unfortunately, that we are <sighs> statistically bad at and things happen and things like that, um, I'm terribly superstitious. Terribly superstitious. Um, so yeah. I'm not even sure what I'm going to do this week. Because last time when we were getting ready to play the Falcons, I had four flags on my truck. Four. I didn't say anything on Twitter because I was like, if I do that, I'm going to jinx it. So I put the four flags up. All I did was make a post and said, four flags, whatever, whatever. And But to me, in my head, I was like, four flags is four no. That's why I put those flags up. Then when it happened, someone asked me, well, how are you going to put five flags for next time? And I was like, how am I supposed to put five and then six and then seven? And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to buy all these flags because now I'm going to have to do this. I'm going to have to put flags up for every week. I have five You'll flags. Have
2: You'll have to buy a bigger truck.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. It was just so funny. I was thinking, "What? how am I going to mount them? That's exactly what I was thinking um sorry i do that too i like to go off on different tangents so i'm just going on on to another question this is actually from somebody on ig and i don't have the name oh yeah the names are there actually um from mansilla underscore keys he says how will the secondary hold up well i think he meant to say how will the secondary hold up like is our secondary gonna hold up under this against this offense, apparently. I think that's what he meant.
1: Patty, um, I I think a big key is going to be the health of Kevin King. They got Mike Evans and Godwin are they're really good. You know, there's it's gonna be a challenge, but it's going to depend upon what, where his health is. I know he's got a quad injury right now. He's kind of questionable. I don't know if it's changed after today or what, but he that's the question mark that I have. But I like what we've been doing and I like what I've been seeing. There's been other people who've been stepping up. And another one that I'd like to see step up back to how he was playing last year is um, Savage because he kind of, I don't know. He's kind of missing this year. I, I don't see what I saw in him
2: last year.
0: I can understand that. I agree a lo- um, to those points. Uh, Peter?
2: Yeah, I agree 100% with that. I mean, the Bucks receiving crew, um, Evans, uh, Godwin, um, Scott Miller, that's a strong receiving crew. I mean, Mike Evans, if he's 100%, you know, he's right up there in that group with Devontae Adams as one of the league's best. Mm-hmm. Um but, but as was said, you know the Packers secondary, um, Jair, Kevin King, if he's able to go, and that would be a big plus if he can. Jair's
0: go. on fire, um, or he was.
2: Yeah, yeah, um, and, and Chandon Sullivan, the third corner, who pl- who plays a lot, yes. is a super Love player. Him. Yeah, he's he's coming on le- leaps and bounds. So you know the corner they're quite they're quite deep, and when Josh Jackson and 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 Kadar Holman are your fourth and fifth corners, so you don't expect those guys to. To play very much but when they're your fourth and fifth corners you're pretty you're pretty deep um but i also agree with the the, the play of the safeties and savage in particular i i, I kind of agree he seems to have um been a little bit of mr invisible thus far thus far this year um and what what we can't really tell without you know being in the coach's room whether that's by design
0: mm, right
2: whether whether you know whether he's doing the job that he's being asked <laughs> to do, or um, um, but he doesn't seem to be in on in on many plays. Mm-hmm. But he's he's again he's still he's still young. You know he's only four games into his into his second season, so mm-hmm. um, yeah he's only he's only gonna he's only gonna get better. So yes, I, I think that I think the Packers secondary will will hold up. Um,
0: that's good to hear because that's a scary thing up. too. So,
2: yeah, it, it will hold up even better if Kevin King is good to go.
3: Mm-hmm. Renee, I think I think with the Falcons, how Jair held Ridley to zero receptions yeah. the entire about game. That. I think, like like I said uh, earlier this week, that is like people are sleeping on that that fact, and they're all talking about what's ha- what happened to Ridley, blah blah blah. Like the Jair. Jair happened. That's I don't know why, <laughs> why that's not that's, talked about. That's like hello, like look who's guarding this dude. Like he yep. Jair yep. was all over him and I think he's gonna be a key part to our secondary tomorrow. And I think whoever whoever they place and whoever they feel is like the top receiver and top threat, Jair's gonna be all over him. So and like like you said with Kevin King, if he's healthy. I mean, I was just looking and said, I think he did not participate, but I'm not, I'm not sure what he did today, but um, hopefully he is there. That's just, that would just really help. But if, if not, I mean, it was a little less scary, but a little more scary, but like, it's not the end of the world. If it was somebody else, I'd be a little more nervous. But again, our other cornerback, he is out with a concussion. I just hope they're all okay. No. I, I yeah,
0: Sullivan, chant, uh, Chandel. I can't. I never. I cannot, Ch- you
3: just mentioned him. Chandon. Yeah. Peter just said Chandon? His name. Yeah. So yeah, he's out with concussion. So
2: that's bad. That's bad news.
1: I didn't. Know I that. didn't either. Mm-hmm. He. He. He was, but he practiced all week, so he must have
3: passed the Oh, he was I was going to say, was, yeah. Yeah, he's limited participation, so, I mean, they uh, concussions are day by day. So-, so he's questionable then, not out. Okay. Yeah, not at, but- out. There's only two people who, are, who did not participate. Was one of those the EQ? No, Tyler- uh, no EQ's back. No way. Yeah. Yeah way. Something yeah, way. something tells but, me they're uh, gonna. Tyler. I don't know. Tyler Irving and Kevin King. We're not doing. Oh,
0: interesting. I
3: guess we'll find out. We'll find
0: out tomorrow because sometimes there's some last calls mm-hmm. and then it's kind of like, oh my god, <laughs> like I don't know. E Q is like the ultimate ghost. Like I just every time I get real excited to see him, they're like, yeah, sorry, not this game. I'm like, what's going on? Um,
1: so this I this think next they're still waiting on him, aren't they? Because like he came off of IR, so you have a couple weeks to decide uh, to
3: do. Packers I posted th- today at four o'clock saying uh Packers activate wide receivers. Sweet. Did, I'm so excited to see Did they have to be Martin?
0: I don't know, but I'm saying I'm excited on, I'm excited to see Q. I don't know why, but I just feel like I don't know. I just feel like he's going to go out there and do it up. I'm waiting. I need it. I'm and I'm probably going to get my heart broken because I'm expecting. I'm expecting too much, which we know better than to do. Um. So I this next one is a statement. It wasn't really a question, but it's it's actually a good discussion point. This person from I uh, Instagram said, or his, the name is Go Pack Go. Uh, I'm guessing that's O12. And he said, "This is the first real test for our offense." I don't agree with that. Um, I think that we've played at least two games where we we were tested a little bit. But like, do you guys agree with that? All right, is the defense the best defense that we've faced so far?
1: Hmm. I think so. And I think it's not just the players that they have, but Todd Bowles is a great defensive coordinator. And
0: Peter,
2: yeah, I, I think I think without question, for me, this is the best the best defense that they've, they've faced. Um, I think the Bucks are ranked eighth in total defense. Um, you know, sitting just behind teams that you would traditionally. Think of as having great defenses. I think the Bears are in the top five. The Ravens are, I think, the number one defense. So I think I think this is a this is a tough.
0: So this is tough. Defense. So that statement was right. Yeah. This is the real first yeah. test, or a real test first for our offense.
2: And and I think and I think it's because because it's a very balanced defense. So they've got those pass yep, rushes gotcha. that we mentioned earlier, but but they're also strong against against the run. You know, the the inside linebackers are strong. Um, but if he keeps Vita the Vaya, diversity,
0: does that make it less? And
2: I, yeah, and I, I think that's I think that's a good point. So Vita Vea, who's their uh, nose tackle, is out. He's out for the rest oh, of the wow. season, which which helps the helps the Packers. Um, but yeah, I think I think you're right. I mean, I think that you know we talked about the Packers not being able to stop stop the run, and people are going to run it at the Packers until they they stop right, the run. Exactly. But I think that I think that. I think that's the same with the Packers' offense. We've seen nothing yet from that offense that says that we believe that other teams can stop them consistently. True. Um, mm-hmm. And, and will, you know, obviously, at some point in the season, they're going to have a, a bad day. There's going to be a fumble. There's going to be a receiver that it runs run, runs the wrong route or whatever it might be. But I, I think this offense, as you said, I think it's so diverse I think it's so cl- it's so clever, right? You know, with it with the with the, with the jet motion and all of those kind of things. That um, I think it's going to be difficult for for any defense to hold this offense in check. And you just feel that playing against somebody like somebody like the Bucks, if the Packers score high twenties, that'll be enough. That ought to be enough to beat the Bucks. So so, yeah. so I don't think I don't think this is a game where the offense. Has to score 45 points to win. I think this is a game mm. where 27, that kind of number, will be enough will be enough to beat the Bucs. That's
0: uh that's I pretty I mean because I mean that's a good question because you know the one thing that everybody likes right now is that we're scoring up in the thirty high thirties, forties, right? everyone's like, oh, that's the, the offense, obviously we already, I guess we broke a couple of records already and like all these things that we've been doing high scoring games and everybody's like, ooh, you know, we're on fire. Is that going to be, if we score 27, we beat the Bucks? are they going to say, oh, but why didn't they score 37? Or why didn't they score 42? <laughs>
2: There's all. There's always going to be some. You know. There. There's always going to be somebody that says that. You know, if they score thirty-five, somebody will say, "Why didn't they?" Forty, score? right? You
1: know, yeah,
0: exactly.
2: You
1: know, but, um, that's. But,
2: I'm sure you know. the
1: Packers don't. <laughs> care because it's the win that counts. It's amazing to
0: me the people that really put us down last year for the games we won and it was strictly because we didn't have blowout games. It was amazing. I was like look I understand that we should have beat the Chargers okay there's no way we should have got beat up like that. I understand that but you just said it. Sometimes we have a bad game and I'm, I'm scared for the bad game and that'll be our last question here is um Who do you think is going to be the first one to hand us our loss? If anybody, I mean, I'm not, you know, I want to say nobody because I want to say that because I I feel a difference in this offense. I feel a difference in the team. And I feel like if this was going to be the year, this could be that year. That's how I feel about it. But realistically you know how do you feel who's who do if if you had to pick somebody if someone said you pick or you're fired (laughs) who would be the team that you would say is going to hand us our first l
1: i think it's going to be a divisional game oh those are always the most hard fought games you can't sit there and say you're just going to go undefeated because that's not realistic you know Shit, and the teams that my know packers the can best, go undefeated patty but the teams that know you the best are the ones that play you the most frequently yeah. so i think it's going to be either the no. bears or e- even the vikings no. the way they're fi- kind of finding themselves right now the
0: lions can take one the
1: rest of them cannot agree <laughs> so, Sorry Peter <laughs> I mean I don't like I don't like our our divisional opponents either but you know it's just a fact that historically our division divisional was games the Black are terrible division. They
0: really are dude they're they're worse I don't care that's why I tell everybody when we play the lions and everybody's like oh it's just the lions I'm like stop stop it because it his, exactly, because historically exactly. the Lions show up whenever they play us for some damn reason, they come out and they look like they're like they did they're hungry for it. They want it. Like they want to beat us really bad. So anyway, sorry, Peter. What are your thoughts?
2: No, I think I think I think that's right. I think you can almost throw out the records when you play those division divisional exactly. games. Exactly. Um you know, and you know, we saw that with Detroit with the two Detroit games last year, when Detroit, not a very good football team, but you know, led the Packers for fifty nine minutes and fifty nine seconds know. of each of those Jeez. games That's last year. Um, yeah. You know, and 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 as was said, you know, the the, Vi- the Vikings is always is always a tough a tough game, and I keep expecting the Vikings are about to turn this around. Same they've struggled, while they've while they've struggled, you just feel that. This isn't as bad a football team as has been on the field certainly for the first three weeks. You're
0: saying things them. right out of my uh, head, right the, out of my head.
2: You know, the, you know, they played well the last game. They were a, a first down away from beating the Seahawks. Um, so it could could quite possibly be the Vikings in in week eight. I hope I hope not. Oh God, or no! I I, 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 I I still fear the 49ers game, which is the week after, yeah. which is the week after that. For a couple of reasons. One is because that's a Thursday night game. Anyway. Oh, yeah. So, so and, it's, uh, you know, and it's in San
3: Francisco. Sh-
2: and it's, it's in San Francisco. Thursday night game. you know. So you're coming off a really short week. One of those days. Damn it. Is pretty much they did travel, that on purpose. And the other thing is, while the 49ers are, are struggling. They so are. Garoppolo's out and, and, and they're, they're struggling badly. Again, I still believe in this adage, until the Packers can beat them, the 49ers will believe. Oh yes, fans.
0: they sure will. You know, and
2: that is And true.
3: You know, and,
2: they, and they're going to come out and they're going to run the ball at the Packers, and that could be the team Ooh. that runs all over the Packers, just like they did twice last year. So, that broke my heart a little bit. You know, it broke my heart a little bit. It, well, <laughs> and their no, running but, backs are back healthy. But, you know, and, and at the end of the day, as we've all said, you know, it's very unlikely a team's going to go sixteen and up. So there's so there's a loss right. there's a loss coming in there somewhere. And you know, it could be that you just get beaten by what turns out to be a better team.
0: Or you beat yourself.
2: Yeah. Exactly. Or you just have one of those days. You exactly. know, because this is as, as they always say, this is a game of a game of inches.
0: Oh, my God, you Peter, know, that you... means it's going to be the 49ers game because if any, any <clears> game <throat> is the bad one, that's the bad one because the short week, the fact that it's a cross-country, yeah. all of that factor is going to be tough. And, God, I really need us to beat the 49ers. Not that I think that they're a better team because right now they are struggling. But we also, like you said, that they still have the mentality that they're better than us we kind of have the mentality that we're not better than them like i i, I want to say yes because that's how i feel but if you ask Pat, packers twitter or any packers fans the 49ers are dominant they're 100% better everybody's scared of that game guarantee
2: it yeah and and, and and it just goes like that you have teams that for whatever reason you know you struggle you struggle to beat you know and and until you beat them you know, it's difficult for the, particularly when it's the same players, to believe yeah. that you're going to go in there and win. You know, in the mid '90s, for the Packers, it was always the yep. Cowboys. Now, the yeah. Cowboys were a really good, ter- really good team, but we always ended up playing the Cowboys in Dallas. Yep. And yep. And and losing and losing those games. You know, three consecutive years they knocked the Packers. The younger out the
0: Packers way. Twitter don't remember that. That's that's the one thing <laughs> they don't remember.
2: Um,
3: you know, I don't and- entirely remember that, but I remember my dad being pissed. As <laughs> mine fun. too.
2: Mine and, too. Uh, and <laughs> and, and, and conversely, conversely, if you go back to the mid '60s, the Packers-Cowboys rivalry, the Packers were always beating the the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like they switch off.
0: It's really weird, and we yeah. we talked about this before. Like everybody has their moments. Everybody has their decades. Everybody has their eras. And we, in the 80s, I was just looking at games from the 80s the other day. You guys, we sucked. We, uh, dude, uh, the 85, 86 seasons were, oh, like, what the fuck? You know, but now we're not. But we're perceived by, it also goes generational. I'm telling you that my age group the 20 years between 15 and 20 years ahead of me, they all remember something different. They've been through worse shit. People that have been through the seventies and before that and eighties and the nineties, mm-hmm. look what
3: the hell they've been through as a Packers fan. I'm surprised my dad still was a Packers <laughs> fan from through the seventies and eighties. Cause he, he started liking them in the sixties, like early sixties. Cause like came from a Giants family, but then like, Jeez, Dude, my dad I, broke a TV him, I was like,
0: over a Packers game. So, like, he was – I remember they were – when they were bad, he was like – he was constantly – he was one of those fans that I tell now that I'm like, calm down. Like, it's just one game. You know, like, we don't know what's going to happen next game. But my dad was the same way as, as – he had – He had the same problem every game, it was always a concern. They better show up today and they better beat them, or in like he would just like lose his shit. Like he threw, he broke a TV, broke the screen right out of it. He chucked
3: a glass ashtray at it. So, yeah, my dad, my dad never did that, but like we never, we didn't always get the game on TV in New England, so. He would watch it play-by-play play on the computer. Oh, wow. And he has his office, so he'd close the door. But it's like, there's thin doors, so you can hear him like, Jesus Christ, blah, blah, blah. And like, we're just sitting there like, oh, boy. And we weren't allowed to go in there, like, with him, because, you know, we were also kids, so... Mom's like, okay, we're just going to go like leave your dad alone. <laughs> He's cranky. I watched all the
0: games with my dad. He did not let me be a Packers fan either. So that was always my story. I'll tell it sometime on one of these. It's funny because he would not let me have them. You are from Illinois. They are my Packers. And you have to have another team. <laughs> He, he wouldn't let me have him for years. Like, he just – if we made bets, like, he's – the Packers game, and even if I thought the Packers were going to win, he was like, no, you're taking whoever they're playing, and that's it. And it was just – he was insane. He was a crazy, crazy Packer fan. But that helped me be a Packer fan. And then, of course, when I moved to Wisconsin, it was over with. So,
1: um, yeah. I have – one thing I kind of wanted to say since sure. we were playing the Bucks, and just I want your input on how you guys feel about this being women. Um, you can also chime in. I'm not <laughs> saying just because you're a man you can't, but I just feel so excited about the fact of what the Buccaneers are doing right now. If you pay any attention, they have an owner that is a female. They have a assistant defensive line coach that is a female. They have a college scout that is a female. Their assistant strength and conditioning coach is a female. It's a direction that's moving, that is accepting women for what they actually know about football and can do. And I think that if any team is embracing it and should there be a story on it, it's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I did not know I knew that. I know some but...
0: of that. I did not know all of it, but you know what? That is a, a huge deal. And it's actually sad that it's not a bigger deal. Um, it's maybe because it's Tom Brady, everybody cares. I swear to God, he's like the only thing people care about. I don't, I don't... only Bucks fans exactly. are, they only know Tom Brady. I bet you they don't even know the other players' names except for Gronk. So a one, maybe. Sorry, but, but yeah. yeah. So no, that's amazing. I mean, actually, that's uh, yeah. that's really cool, and I I would like to see a lot more women in football because I think that I don't think it would make. And not that I'm, I'm, I'm trying to say that it will make them smarter or better. I'm just saying like there's nothing – they're not inferior. Let's put it that way. They could talk the same talk. That's a whole nother subject is women in football and how we're perceived, you know, in football because we get a lot of hell for being knowledgeable ladies. Um, but – I think that's something that should be talked about more, honestly. I don't see that on Twitter a lot, anything about their, the women that own it or are in it or anything. But I don't know a lot about the Bucks, so don't shoot me, because I, I honestly, I, before Tom Brady even went there, I didn't really even think about him much, and I only think about him now because we're going to play him. So. Yep. Exactly. So, that's my opinion anyways. Um, but I appreciate you guys coming on. We, we went a little over, but I don't even mind. I'll be honest. I could sit here and talk about football for hours. It, it's just something that mm-hmm. I love to talk about. I love the interactions, um, and I always appreciate everybody's time and, uh, and support. And you guys are the best. I appreciate you coming on. Yeah,
3: thank you for having us. Thanks,
0: guys. Have a yeah. good night. Yeah. Really you too.
2: Really appreciate it. Go you. Pack yes. Go. Yes.
0: Thank you, Peter. Go mm-hmm. Pack Go.